take six of this intro. Welcome, guys, to the return of the Music List podcast in association with Castle Fest UK and Luton Lives Promotions. Uh, it's been a long time. I do apologise that it's taken so long to get things going again. It's been a lot going on behind the scenes. I won't go into it, but yeah, we're back and better than ever. The first two episodes of this podcast are going to be free to everyone on YouTube and any streaming platforms that we can get onto. Um, But yeah, going forward, we are going to have a lot more content on our Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash LL Music Lives. So if you can spare any money whatsoever, we have a couple of tiers from ranging from a pound up to £10. Um, yeah, check out patreon.com forward slash LL Music Lives and uh, sign up there today. 2023 is going to be a lot better for content and a lot more focused on giving you a lot more. We kind of lacked a bit in 2022 and uh, yeah, 2023 and beyond, baby. Our first guest on the new podcast is going to be Mr. Paul Curry. You may or may not have noticed that there's been a few changes behind the scenes. Um, Nothing major, just a few small things, and uh, Paul is here to talk about it. Cheers. See you on the other side. Cool. Cool. So welcome, guys, to a new podcast and new episode of the podcast Music Lives. Uh, This week... We are talking with Paul Curry. As you may or may not have noticed, we are making some changes to the structure of how things work in Luton Lives. And uh, Mr. Curry is here to discuss things with me. And welcome, Mr. Curry. Good morning, Mr. Brady. That's a very formal this morning. <laughs> it's too early. It's too early. <laughs> For those who, for those who don't realise, it's eleven o'clock on a Saturday morning. <laughs> Way too early. <laughs> so yeah, um, we've been discussing behind the scenes for quite some time now that um, we're going to be making some changes to how things run with both Luton Lives and Castlefest, and we're just um, we're here to talk about that today. So care to fill us in? Uh, well, okay, we'll do it in do it in small chunks because it's a big. A big project. Yeah. Uh, so people might know, might not know. I'm one of the directors that Luton lives. Uh, myself and Paul Mercer are the two directors. Uh, and we've got to work with a whole team of fantastic volunteers like Dave here um, to put everything that we do on. Um, but back in the last year, um, well, probably starting with the COVID pandemic and the, the pause that caused and everything, we started thinking wider about what we wanted to do with music in the Luton area and moving away from just being seen as a, a promoter of gigs. That's a key part of what we do, and we love putting on gigs, and we love seeing new bands and bringing new audiences in and that kind of stuff. We wanted to do something else around the music scene in Luton. So what we what we stole from another organisation is, as you may remember, Dave, that there was a, a project called the Luton Aid Music Academy that was a charity in Luton. Yeah, yeah I remember it. Yeah, called Llama for short, and that was set up by Mariana Brown and a load of uh, people, including Brian Hayward, who used to be a music journalist uh, on the Luton News, and he was one of the first part of the, the committee of that, along with myself and, and Maz, Mariana. Mm. And one of the things that we wanted to do as part of Llama 
was look at the concept of a music city and how that work could work for Luton. Now, Luton's not a city, no matter how many times the council try and uh, bid for it. But it's the concept of saying, okay, this is a town, in our case, that takes music seriously and brings together partnerships that promote the, the music as in both performance and as a business, as, as the music business as a whole. So we get things like thinking about how can we work with the council? I'll give you an example. So the Butte Street car park yeah, about to be built up. And there's going to be a new community space within the Butte Street development. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, that's what's proposed. So mm. part of that would be a community performance space, perhaps. So it's how can we, as musicians and uh, and small music businesses within the town, work with the developers, work with the council to say, okay, well, let us have a part of that. Let us be part of that project so we can help you set that up so that it becomes a space that is okay for music. The same with the power court development. Yeah. Luton 2020, I think, is what they're called, the people that are... Looking yeah, that, that was the one, yeah. Developing the football ground and the, the the area around the football ground, long promised, a long promised a music venue in that space. So how do we work with these people to make music making and the music business a part of what's core to Luton? Yeah. I'll take a breath there. <laughs> so um, where... <laughs> yeah, big breath. Um, <laughs> where did you... What was the kind of idea with... Um, what we are talking about the whole thing of like separating castle fest and luton lives of where luton lives now is going to be a lot more community based yeah it, it's 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 pragmatism to a certain extent because it's the luton lives part this new what we call it a community side separate to the promotion side so mm-hmm. luton the, the promotion side is going to be called castle fest uk presents and that's yeah. the hardcore commercial promotion side of things. Luton Lives being more of a community thing. We're going to set that up as a community interest organisation, which is like a charity run by trustees. And it's it's the, the pragmatism of being able to raise funds, go for grants from places like the Arts Council or the Performing Rights Society to help us make those, to, to give us the money to start to make those connections and start to be involved. And we don't want to do things like research what's what's out there for music making in in the, in the area mm-hmm. you know we want to find out where the rehearsal studios are where the recording studios are we've all got, we've got we know there are little record labels uh, we know vandalism begins at home but there are other little record labels within the area mm. who are they who's running those let's bring a directory together all of those resources uh we want to then look at how we network those people and including the council and the cultural trust and and those big established organisations to think about how we use music in the town. Uh, and we want to organise a conference, a way of getting all those people together to talk about where there's, there's competition between them. That's fine. We're happy for rehearsal studios to compete against each other. But let's think about what we can do as a group going forward. And we wanted the conference to do that hopefully the end of this year, beginning of next year, if we get the research done, if we get the connections made, and if we get the money to do it. And the community interest organisation will help us do that easier because we can draw down funding from funding organisations, as I said, like the Arts Commission, the Arts Council, Performing Rights Society, local arts charities, this kind of thing. And hopefully with that, it will also feed into what we do with the live stuff as well, because hopefully that will, with doing the the new, like the hopefully looking into rehearsal spaces and new spaces for young up-and-coming artists to perform it will help feed into what we do as a live 
side of yeah. things and grow the town that way as well exactly so yeah so it becomes a the idea the ideal is that it becomes a place where musicians want to come want to learn how to play music we want to do some work around the education side uh laura from our team has, has done a lot of work with places like barnfield college mm. and the music education down there we want to do more around that finding out where young people can go and old people we're not discriminatory here can go and <laughs> learn how to make music you know, people in their forties decided to learn the piano during lockdown. Well, what are they doing with that now? Are they yeah. part of groups? Are they part of ensembles creating music? Uh, so we want to do some stuff around the education side as well, and we want to, people to be able to come to the town, learn music, play music, create music, and then have businesses within the town that can support them to do that. Whether that's recording studios, rehearsal studios, small labels, big labels. Uh, let's get a big label up here. You know, let's let's make Luton a place where music is taken seriously. So that the main selling point of Luton isn't the fact that we're half an hour from London. Yeah, which annoys me. Luton's got its own identity. It's got its own stuff going on, and still we're told that the main selling point is we're half an hour from London. Yeah, I mean, we, excuse me, one second. Okay. We've uh, <laughs> we've um, suffered from that with the live side of things as well, because obviously when it comes to bands and booking agents and everything like that it has to be the big london show hmm. rather than uh oh let's go to the uh, i hate to say it but like the b's and c's towns and grow our audience from there yeah we'll look at it another way luton is only half an hour away from london instead of the other way around yeah you know, want to come up then get the train from king's cross or st pancras or whatever it is and be in luton in half an hour to come yeah. and see bands i if mean we, we if, had it for castle fest yeah we had it for castle fest we had people come all over the place to see Nova Story at, the, at Christmas. Yeah, uh, people were booking hotel rooms to stay over for that gig. So yeah. we know that we can do that. People will come this way once they know we're here. And we know what we're doing. But imagine if we've got the big venue at Power Court, and that's drawing in people. Yeah, that I all mean, of this helps benefits the town because the audiences come with money to spend on taxis, on food, on drink. Yeah, so all of this. The businesses that might come in, little record labels that might, we've got these incubator spaces in the hat district uh, that the hat factory run. If a little business comes in there, that's generating income for the town and mm. this kind of stuff. So it all makes, it's all about thinking about how we make Luton an attractive place for music to to happen and be made. And definitely. So I just kind of thought of this question because um, there's been people trying to make music happen, like a, a music thing happen in Luton for quite some time. And yeah. um, why do you think it's almost taken till now for people to grab grab it by the horns and sort of go, right, we need to do it and do it properly? Um, I think people have done it, tried to do it properly before. Uh, certainly, I we've tried to do it, the Hat Factory have tried to do it. Yeah. Uh, but I think what was missing was that central kind of hub that 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 organization that hopefully Luton lives will become that says actually we're not this in this for ourselves yeah this is not about us uh not, I'm not saying the other words were but this is the core is that we were here we want a hub to bring people together to promote Luton as a music town for all promoters all rehearsal studios all recording studios yeah and do it that way so it's that central hub I think is is that concept is different this time yeah that's cool. Yeah, that's great. Um, so where can people get in contact with you to work? Well, well, where can people get in contact with us if they want to work with uh, Luton Lives and the community side of things? 
Uh, yeah, we, we've got the Luton Lives Facebook pages and Instagrams and all that kind of stuff. If they want to pop me an email, uh, they can do. I'm paul.curry, and that's C-U-R-R-Y, at lutonlives.co.uk. Um, the, the community interest company uh, is run by trustees who are interested in people who are interested in being trustees um, and, and getting onto that side of it. And we're looking for volunteers. We want people to do some of that research to find out where the rehearsal studios are and where the recording studios are and where the businesses are in Luton. So if any, anybody is looking to do some research and has got some time on their hands and fancies having a crack at that, give me an email, uh, send me an email and we'll talk. Thank you very much, Mr. Curry. That was perfect. For, and uh, cool. Thank you very much, guys, for listening. This is a very, very quick one. We'll be back with some longer ones again soon. Um, but yeah, thank you and tune in next time. Bye-bye.